everyone, and welcome to Film Geek Time Machine. I'm your host, Austin Kennedy, and in this podcast, I have found a time machine, and we go back in time to go watch movies from certain random uh, times. So, hello, this is my guest, Tim Hi, Kaiser. I'm Tim. My name's Tim Kaiser. <laughs> and um, you picked what date? I picked my birthday, because I'm a person who was born in... <laughs> 1968, August Yay. 22nd, 1968. Yes, we traveled to that date. Yeah. Stole a car. Yeah. To drive around. Because okay? <laughs> <laughs> one of these, we saw two of these movies in a drive through Yeah, we were driving. Yeah, driving. we went to so the drive in. car. Sorry, I had to steal a car. We did. Okay? What it's kind of fun. car was it again? It was, it was just a, it was a, one of those good old fashioned station wagons. Yeah, and right. Yeah, we yeah. all the room, which was good because I fell asleep during the last movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Okay, well, so what I did was, what we always do in the podcast is what I'll do is we'll go to um, look at the newspaper from that day, and we'll pick the movies to see. So I actually, since it was Tim's birthday that we were going back to, I had you pick all of the movies to see, and then we had to uh, like look at the times and everything and actually work out the schedule of what we would see. So I gave him, he gave me a list of movies that he were interested in, and then I came up with the schedule. For it. But I, I yes. gave you a huge list. You gave me a huge list. A list, which I'm going to go to the page right now so we can kind of tell you what was out. So yes. ones we didn't see, there's the Green Berets, yep. 2001 A Space Odyssey yes. no, was that, out. That's because that would have taken half the day. Okay, <laughs> I would have been fine seeing it. Right, right. The, the Herman Hermits movie, yeah. Miss, Mrs. Brown, You've Got a Lovely yep. Daughter. That when they tried to be the Beatles. Yep. <laughs> Petulia, um, Ca- uh, Camelot. Uh, re- For uh, Love of Ivy, a Sidney Poitier Another film. one. G- uh, Gone. We, we already saw a Sidney Poitier. Right. We Gone with the one. Wind, which was a reissue, of course. Um, that one, So we could have seen literally either. Sound of Music? <laughs> we could have seen Sound of Music and Gone with the Wind and then called it a day. What, what, okay. what, what <laughs> movie I was curious about <laughs> that I've never seen that I would have picked? What you didn't pick was Alan Arkin in Inspector Clouseau. It was because Peter Sellers did the, the other Pink Inspector Panther. Clouseau movie, and I've heard That's it's terrible. Right. Oh, I've heard it's horrible. But I've always wanted but to see course. it, so that would have been. And kind I would of only a need want to see, see that with somebody. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> Seeing that alone would be right. Stupid. And then Scalp Hunters, which um, you didn't pick. That's a really good movie. It's one, Scalp Hunters. It's a right. western with Burt Lancaster. It's really good. Shelley Winters. So okay, Telly Savalas. Okay. Three of the movies we saw were Westerns. Now, granted, I picked those because they were all Westerns that starred Dean Martin. Not just had Dean Martin in them. He was the first name, okay? Well, that's what was funny. When <laughs> Even w- though they had Robert Mitchum in there. <laughs> well, screw him. Dean Martin's the star well, of this movie. The, the, thing okay? that was re- the thing that was really funny when we were looking at the, at the stuff to show, I was like, huh, there's three Dean Martin movies. I'm like, if I was doing it, I would pick the three Dean well, Martin movies. Uh, and then, and then when you came back and said, "Hey, we're gonna watch three Dean Martins," I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> that's what I was hoping you were gonna pick." So I was actually really Dean excited. Martin. So the movies that you picked were Five Card Stud with Dean Martin and Robert Mitchum. Um, that's our first one on the bill. Then we did The Odd Couple, the original 1968 Odd Couple with Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon. A uh, Bandolero with. Dean Martin, Raquel Welch, and James Stewart. I think Jimmy Stewart was actually the headline. James Stewart and D- he, Dean Martin. He, he was the... They, they were like equal billing. Yeah, I think they were Which right is, still drives me crazy, okay? It's fucking Jimmy Stewart. Well, there it is. Dean, I know Dean, Dean Martin's Martin, cool. James Stewart, George Kennedy. No, Dean Martin is the first name. He is the first name. Yeah, that's right, George name. Kennedy. What was the year after he did Cool Hand Luke? Yeah. 1967. And he won Best Supporting Actor. Then we did... Uh, fourth movie was Flim Flam Man. George C. Scott. Why did you pick that one? I had never heard of it. Yeah. Because out of all the I, movies, I, I was like, I was surprised Scott. you picked it. I do too. I looked at it and I'm like, it fits in there. 
Okay. okay. <laughs> and it's mostly because I wanted the Dean Martin ones to be every other film. You know, I didn't want yeah. to like, let's watch three of those in a row because that'll kill myself. Now listen, okay. listen to Actually, this. But none of them were terrible. And then we close off the night with a drive-in double feature. Listen to this drive-in double feature. The Academy Award nominated film, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner with, yes. with Sidney Poitier, uh, Catherine Hepburn, Spencer Tracy. And then Rough Night in Jericho with Dean Martin yet this again is, and George not, Pappard. So in 1968, yeah. you could drive to the drive-in theater yeah. and go see real movies. Because yeah. I remember I saw at the drive-in theater Revenge of the Nerds, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I saw... Stuff like that. Yeah, what did I see? I saw Labyrinth in the drive-in. Um, okay. I saw, oh, I I wasn't supposed to see it, but I saw Tarzan the Ape Man in the drive-in, the Bo Derek movie oh, from really? 1981. Yeah, my parents were like, now lay down in the back, because you wasn't supposed to watch it. It's just, just okay, boobs whatever. in it. But, yeah, yeah. And then Stripes, I think, I was also like not you, allowed you to watch You should not that. have seen those movies. <laughs> no, but I did. I was too Stripes. young. And I'm significantly <laughs> older than you, okay? Stripes. Yeah, I was like four or five when those yeah, came out. Yeah, I was like 12, and I right. was not allowed. So I was really excited. Movies. So um, out of these movies, I've only seen two before. So I've seen um, Odd Couple and Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. I had seen those two movies also. Were okay. the only two that I had seen before. Now, I've heard of all the other ones. Actually, the only one, because I have heard of Flim Flam Man. I just didn't know much about it. I've never heard of Rough Night in Jericho. Like I, I had never heard of that never one. Heard I had of heard one. of Bandolero, because I think, jumping the gun here a little yeah, bit, yeah. there was like a scene in there I'm like, okay, I saw like this scene on TV. Oh, which one? The part of Bandolero. Oh, like, okay. One little snippet. Right, of it. right. I remember this from it. I think I actually remembered one thing from Rough Night in Jericho when it was on TV. Oh, wow. I remember watching that. I'm like, shit, I seen this, but I remember <laughs> nothing else. Okay. No, I didn't see the movie though. I think I probably saw it one of some of the channels in 1982. All right. So to recollect what we did. So the first movie was uh, at noon um, and it was Five Card Stud. Five was, Card Stud. Yeah. That was, yeah. So Dean Martin, Robert Mitchum. Roddy McDowell in the movie. Roddy McDowell as a bad guy yeah. who I had never seen before. Yeah, as a bad he's guy. always yeah. been a good person. Yeah. Always been the good guy or like a victim. You know what yeah. I mean? Those are like the only two things he could be. So, yeah, so it's a Western and it's it, it, it starts off with like a gambling game and Dean Martin's in there and everything. And well, it starts off with a song. Oh, of course. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dean Martin sings the five card stud. Of the three of the Dean Martins ones, this is the only one where Dean Martin ever sings, and he sings the theme song. And it's awesome. It's good. It's, oh, it's yeah, catchy. It's... I couldn't get it out of my head. No, it's okay. good. No, so after the catchy theme song, you have this poker game, and so what happens in it is uh, someone's caught cheating, and so then a lynch mob led by Roddy yeah. McDowell is like, let's let's this It starts guy. off immediately with that. Yeah. It's that like, guy is caught cheating before we are done with Two seconds of the movie. Yeah. Okay. It's like, boom, it goes right into it. <laughs> Dean Martin's trying to stop it, and then Roddy McDowell knocks him out or whatever. And then yeah. that's kind of hanging over everyone's head. And, and I think what Dean Martin goes away because he's upset about it. But he, yeah, well, he's a wandering gambler. In right, this. right. Well, he comes back, and then... He's at, a stranger. Right. He, he likes to play five-card stud, according well, to the song. Well, then the stranger's game is five-card stud. Right. That's what he plays. That's the name of the... That's all the lyrics <laughs> of the song, Austin. The Stranger's Game is Five Card Stud. So, Robert Mitchum comes in, and he's they have this mysterious preacher that comes into town, and he's starting up a church or whatever. Yes. And uh, at the same time it's now... It's super obvious. You're like, okay, he wasn't in this movie before. He's obviously very important to this movie. Wait a minute. Now murders are happening? Oh, I wonder who possibly is the strange person who's ever in town. It's but, possibly... Become murderer. So it's all the people that were involved in the the lynching is are being taken out one by one. There's also some kind of romance going on. Like the like one of the Roddy McDowell's daughter 
likes uh, Dean Martin. Yes, well, Dean Martin has two legit love interests right. in this movie. <laughs> and the other one is, uh, does she work at the, is she prostitute? Or? One is, God, your boy, you know. I can't remember. Six, six movies ago, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I remember. <laughs> um, no, okay. One of them, like, yeah, she, like, ran the. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. She, like, ran the uh, hotel or something, Yeah, right, right. right. And the other one was no. She just like was. I don't think she was like rich and everything. Yeah. The the, the other one, the the sexier one. Although I mean, well, Ryan McDowell's both, daughter they're, was they're both or movie sister. Star yeah. High, okay. <laughs> the movie, super movie star hot. Okay. Right. Oh, and then you got Yafit Koto in there. Yes. I, I, I'm big. I like Yafit Koto a lot. Yes, he's actually, great. From... It, he is the only person of color in the whole movie. Yeah. And. The and he works at the saloon, ever, right? Yes. And every the time there's any problem, they immediately fight, go to find George. Yeah. He is <laughs> like, we need George's Little help. George. <laughs> and the only person who ever references his color is the bad guy right at the end of the movie. He right, doesn't right. like use the horrible words or anything. No, he no. He just like mildly references it. But, it. but it kind of made it more menacing and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, this movie, for, so I thought, I thought it was okay. I, 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 it's, it's, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's, it's, I found it more interesting than good. Yeah, because of the whole little George thing and yeah. stuff like that. I'm like, oh, this stuff's kind of interesting. And it was, well, and it's also kind of neat because usually, so when I went into this movie, I thought it, Dean Martin, Robert Mitchum was going to be a buddy. I was going to be like a buddy oh. movie. Oh, really? Okay. And, but it was more like, oh, they're against each other, and like that was different. Yeah. But I mean, even though that Robert Mitchum technically was the main bad guy, Roddy McDowell comes across, of course, being more the evil one. In the movie. Yes. Well, he is legitimately the bad guy because he sort of uh, manipulates Robert the Mitchum and Yeah, yeah, yeah. Into it. And then he even kills the Robert Mitchum. No, Robert Mitchum, Mitchum character kills, kills him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but, spoiler but, alert. But he, right. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, by the way, the next movie is The Odd Couple. It's an odd couple. Spoiler. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, like I said, though, I found it more interesting in the fact yeah, that... Yeah. Uh, You've got Roddy McDowell as a bad guy. Yeah. And I'm like, and he's not bad at it. So I actually, <laughs> he's my favorite performance in the movie. I, Roddy oh, yes, McDowell, he's he the is. best performance he's, in the movie. He's film. over the top. He's really good. He's, I, I he's over he, the top, but to the right degree. Oh, he's fun. Yeah, I thought he was fun. I felt like, and we'll talk more about Dean Martin's performance, because it's like a varying, I feel like there's a few different varying degrees of Dean Martin's performances. I felt like he was just kind of... Hey, I'm here. I'm collecting yeah. a paycheck. I'm in a western. He's in a western. I didn't West. feel like well, he was really. Yeah. I didn't feel like he was like super invested into the character or anything. Yeah. He's just like, no. I'm Dean Martin. He's this like, is I'm it. I'm Dean Martin. I get to wear a cowboy hat. I mean, he in all three of the westerns, yeah. he looks the part. Oh, great. absolutely. Because he he looks now, great. You... Looks not although in this one he's the most clean cut. Yeah, of course. It's also the only one of the three westerns where he's a good guy because yeah. he's legitimately a bad person in the other two movies. Yes. Okay? Right. And as the three movies go along, a worse person in oh, each one. Okay? Right, right, right. A terrible movie. So, a terrible person in Rough Night. <laughs> Mitchum's good. You can tell he's getting a little older, a little more tired. Yes. Um, he's okay. Like, But, he, I, but he, he can still act. No, he's a, oh, he's a great actor. He's, he's, yeah. He can still act. The poster. Okay. Yeah, we're looking at the we're poster. We're looking at right the now. poster. Robert Mitchum never... Looks anything like that? Okay. <laughs> no, it looks like it looks like it, it looks like there's a duel here. Well, no, he's in full priest well, garb, like every every second. Well, of the it day. looks like the, it looks like the the body of it is like they took it from like Gene Autry or something, and then they just put Robert Mitchum's head on it. It does. And I'm like, oh, it looks there it like is. It's two. It's obviously two pictures. Yeah, two separate <laughs> pictures of them that were then cropped together. 
Which back then was hard to do. I, you know what I mean? And so, so uh, the, the stuff that I didn't really care for, I thought the direction was okay. It's just, yeah. it, it felt more like a TV kind it's, of it's thing. It's 100%. It feel, like a Gunsmoke it, episode. It felt like right? a pretty decent episode of a TV That's show. That's kind of what time. it felt like. And then it, so it didn't feel like anything special. The the actress who made, who was, um, not the one who played Roddy McDowell's sister, but the other one. She was kind we of. We have just, this magical internet here. I think it's Inger. Okay. Inger Stevens, I think, is her name. I thought she was really flat. Like, as, I didn't really care for her performance. No. His um, sister was Nora Evers because they yeah, had yeah. the same name. Yep. So that was Catherine, Catherine Justice. Justice. I liked her. I thought she was she, good. I thought she was good. But uh, yeah, uh, I just thought in the romance, there was like no spark or anything no, between no Dean Martin. I mean, I found it interesting that there were legitimately two different women and. It didn't feel like he betrayed one by picking the other one. No. He's just like, oh, no. well, whatever. I got to pick one. Okay. Yeah. Also, he didn't really... Although he doesn't really pick her, he leaves anyway. Yeah. And he, maybe she'll come <laughs> with him sometime. Probably not. Okay. Right. She's almost age appropriate. Yeah. Almost. Okay. <laughs> almost. Yeah, it was so... I, I would give it like a two or a two and a half out of four. Yeah. I guess, okay. I, for me. There is, I do, one, one thing I found really interesting, or mm. not interesting, but fascinating, yeah. was uh, Dean Martin's character is a wandering gambler. Yeah, in this movie. Yet the people in this town, whenever they go find him, they just go find him. <laughs> just like I'm going to go to Denver, and I'm like, this is not 1968. You can't get in your car and drive to Denver. It's not to pick your guy up and then come back. <laughs> you got to go find him in a gambling den in Denver, which I don't know how far away Denver is, but yeah, it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> but George goes and find him like two or three times in this movie. Just right. goes and finds him and comes back. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, overall it was it was okay. Well, so what would you give it overall? Uh, Out of four, uh, oh, it's, we're doing a four star. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, let's see here. It's not a movie I'm planning on ever watching. Although I mean, I haven't. Seen it if it was on TV, I would watch Robert. I like Roddy McDowell's performance. I would, I would watch, watch it for that because I like. Yeah, him. I'm trying to think. It doesn't really have like a cool climax that I give a shit about. You know what I mean? Yeah. And weirdly, I would actually watch the opening scene again. To just see to, some of that. Yeah. To yeah. sort of get that in my the head. Lynching. Because then I'd be like, okay, I know what the rest of the movie does. And that'd be done. Okay. <laughs> two and yeah. a half, maybe? Two yeah. stars? Something that's, like that? That's where I am on that, too. So, okay. All right. Well, that's Five Card Stud. We're done with that one. We're done so with that. Next is The Odd Couple. Classic, directed by Gene Sachs. Um, Neil Simon, of course. So I've seen this movie so many times. Um, uh, watched so many clips when I was a kid. I don't think I saw it in its entirety until I was in high school. I always just I saw the clips. I, okay, I think I saw it once before in my entire life, the whole way through. Oh, really? I, so I probably, I probably seen this maybe a dozen times, maybe at oh, least. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. If you don't know what the Odd Couple is, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, who doesn't the know? Young people exist. That's true. Jack Lemmon, Walter Matthau. Jack Lemmon and Walter, they're they're totally different people. Walter Matthau is the slob. Okay. Jack Lemmon is totally different people. Upper middle class white guys. Right, right, <laughs> right. But it was, as far as their like personalities or their habits yes. are different. Yes. Where Jack Lemon is the you know he's Felix, yes. who's the clean freak. Walter Matthau's the slob, and Jack Lemon is going to. Uh, he's upset, and he's like, it starts off actually pretty grim. Well, it's weird. He's it, gonna. It, he's gonna. It, 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 was, it was a play originally. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. You can tell in this movie that okay, it was a play originally, but also. In the opening credits, they add all the stuff. This is on the play. No, where he was legitimately suicidally, tr- and Jack Lemon like checks into a hotel, and he trying to jump out the window and, and then stuff. The window won't open. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, this isn't in the play because this stuff 
this whole new set they're never gonna use again. Right. Okay? And they did that throughout <laughs> the movie. They would like go like when they went yes. to uh they went on they, Walter Matthau's like they, work when he was because yeah. the sports they were, writer, and they went yeah. for a walk and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, this all happened like in the room in the in the play I used Right. Well okay. then they show him depressed too. They show Jack <laughs> Lemon going to a uh, like a nightclub and then he like looks at the go go dancer and he's yeah. like, Oh, yeah. doesn't like her. Yeah. And, I guess I'm so that's the weird thing. I'm as much as I like this movie, yeah, and it legitimately had a thing I had forgotten about near the end of it. One of the most laugh out loud funny lines. Okay. The F U line. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It took him how long to figure out what F the F U meant feel like hunger. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. was laughing. I had to I I'm like I might have missed the next movie. I might have missed the next movie because I'm like I can't stop laughing. But um, but uh, the whole theater was laughing because we were legitimately in a time travel theater. <laughs> now, so what what ends up happening is that he, um, they always have a poker game over at Oscar's house, played by Walter yes. Matthau. I, I love the cast of characters, the sporting characters, all oh, the yeah. friends and everything. I think they're great. What what so what ends up happening is that they're looking for Jack Lemmon because he hasn't shown up. They're like, where is he? And then they find out. They, they call, um, like his wife calls or his ex-wife calls and says, oh, we're getting a divorce. And he's like, oh, geez, we got to find, we got to find Felix. Well, he shows up. Uh, long story short, he ends up moving in with Oscar. And then, of course, things go to hell because they don't get along. And, and... Yeah. I mean, uh, Oscar basically does it to save his life. Yes. Because he, he's afraid. But now he wants to Felix kill him. is going to hurt himself. <laughs> like, but oh, I want to kill you. I yeah. Wow, that's pretty good math. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it when he gets so. Yeah, that's about all there is to it. Now, I love this movie. It's just like oh, them. it's it's great. It does it does sort of just end. Okay, it does it does it does like, kind of. Oh, end. now they don't live together anymore. Movie over. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and that's why it could be. Um, you could tell it was like prime for a TV series. So it was perfect for a TV series, and that's why they had the TV series afterwards with Tony Randall and oh, yeah. Jack Klugman. It was yeah. great, and that's yeah. that was actually probably the thing, even though I had seen it before, yeah. I did not remember that it just sort of ended where they didn't live together anymore. Yeah, I was like, oh. I always have the TV show in my head where they lived together for years. Now, okay, <laughs> if you ever want to see, like, you know, tell, like, a young kid, like, what is, like, what do professional older actors or, you know, like, just a, a professional actor, like, Watch these guys in action. Like, there is nobody that can do this. Like, they are so good. They are. And the way they are, the way they work together, like, they've done multiple movies. This is their second film together. Their first movie was The Fortune Cookie, a Billy Wilder movie. Oh, okay. That movie's awesome. They've done a lot of movies since then, though. Walter Matthau. A a couple. Well, have you seen The Fortune Cookie? I have not seen it. You need to see it. So, Walter Matthau actually won supporting actor for that movie. Oh, really? He plays. So, Jack Lemmon breaks his neck because he's a camera operator. And it's like a football game, and he breaks his neck when a football player runs into him during a football game. Oh, shit. and Walter Matthau plays his his brother in law sleazy lawyer, who's like, "All right, let's see how we what money we can oh, get from him." God, that and it sounds awesome. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> but this movie's you know really good too. Well, and the thing that really fascinates me about yeah. these two actors yeah. is as much as they feel perfect for the roles, mm-hmm. I also feel like if they swapped roles. They could still do. Oh, absolutely! Because For sure. either one of them could be the other one, right? And would knock it out of the park. So when I was a kid, I just there's something about Walter Matthau. I just that always bothered me, and I don't know what it was. He's my favorite. I love Walter Matthau. Like, okay, growing up, getting older, I just love. It wasn't the Homer Simpson voice? I don't know. Is that the problem? <laughs> Maybe Walter Matthau is just like. Any, 
I can just watch him do anything. I don't care what he's in. I just love him in everything oh, that he's, he's in. He's I, such a great actor. I, he's great. He's, he's, I think he's one of those naturals who every who can say anything right. in any type he's of so character. Good. In any type of There's character. There's another movie. I've got to do a call out of another movie that they did in 1981. No one... Knows about this movie. It's called Buddy Buddy. He, it was, you're, you're not wrong. I've never heard it. It was movie. Billy Wilder's last film. Jack Lemmon is trying to commit suicide again. And Walter... Who, I'm sorry, whose last film? Billy, Billy Wilder, Wilder who did Some Like It Hot, The Apartment, 1981, what? his last movie. And it's not highly regarded. Like, no one liked it. I think it's funny. So, well, Jack Lemmon's trying to commit suicide. He checks himself in a hotel, trying to kill himself. Walter Matthau is a hitman trying to kill someone across the street... But Jack Lemmon keeps interrupting his assassinations attempt. So he's like trying to help Jack Lemmon to stop committing suicide. And it's rated R. So hearing Walter Matthau go to Jack Lemmon going, Are you out of your fucking mind? You know, it's just, it's so good. What? You gotta see it. It's so weird. What? Yeah. I've never. Buddy Buddies. I could actively watch any movie with these two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And they're great. And Grumpy Old Men, of course. Yes. Oh, I, but anyways, back to the odd couple. Yeah, this, the movie's good. Um, Gene Sachs, <laughs> actually, the direction, even though it's a stage play, like I like the cinematography. It looks oh, yeah. really it, good. It's because they, well, it was written by, did he, okay, I'm looking it's at Neil here. Simon. Neil Simon, did he do the actual? He, he did the uh, play. They did and the he play. wrote a screenplay. He, he did the screenplay he did. too. Okay. He did. Yeah. Because he did a good job of making it so that even though a huge portion of this, most of the thing has to take place in, in the that apartment, apartment yeah. because yeah. that's kind of the whole premise. Yeah. They still figured out ways to have other stuff that happens. Yeah. Because it's a movie. You can yeah. literally go anywhere you want in a movie. Right. Okay. And in a play, you can't go there. Okay? And of course, since this movie, there's so many movies now that have like opposite. You know, like people are like, "Oh, you're the slob. You're the you're the neat freak." Yeah, this one like can't be topped. Like the the just classic scenes of them, like when when he's cleaning, Jack Lemmon's cleaning, and then Walter Matthau comes home. I love it. He just goes and he wipes his shoes on the drapes. He walks on the couch. Oh, and he's yeah. just like, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, and the, but, so but, but the thing is, though, even at by the at the end of the movie, after Felix Unger moves out, yeah. Oscar still has a little yeah. he's a little cleaner than he was before. He was. He's okay. like, use that coaster, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, one of my favorite lines in the movie is when uh, the the when he's yelling at him about the food. He's like, clean that out of here. He's like, get that spaghetti out of here. And he's like laughing. He's like, that's, <laughs> what's so funny? That's not spaghetti. It's linguine. And he picks it up and he throws it's it on garbage. the wall. Now it's garbage. That's yeah. like. The best and line. It's, it's awesome. I, that's one of the things I would love to see in a play. Yeah. Because I want to see that thing on the wall. Okay. <laughs> I bet you they do it. I, I'm, I'm sure they do. It has to be in a, in a play version, which this is obviously there's still the play. Yeah. People have to do this play so at some point. So my, my only faults with the movie are I feel like the attempts to kind of expand it Kind of like, you know, like the scene when he's at work, they didn't really need that scene. No, that... that you know, when, right. when when they show uh, Walter Matthau at the ball game. And I was like, you didn't really need that scene. You probably could have yeah. cut it. I mean, the outdoor ones make sense. It's supposed to take place in New right, York. Right, right, right. But saying, oh, we're going to take place whole in here. We're going to act like New York exists. Okay, <laughs> no, you should go outside and show New York. Yeah, okay. so like when they're walking and stuff. But yeah, I'm at, at least a three and a half out of four for me oh, on this one. It's oh, like, yes. Uh, it's let's a, see, out of four? Three and a half sounds about right. Yeah. It's... Oh, you know something? Almost a four. Like, it's it, really it might, good. It might be it's a close. Four. It's close. It's really good. Just even if it's just for that fu line, <laughs> where I was just so damn in love with it, and I'm like, oh my god, was that funny? 
Yeah. And I just love both of them yeah. to the degree where I hate Felix Unger, but I also wish I could live with Felix Unger. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I love it. Yeah, it's just seeing these two um, acting legends together oh. on screen. This is the one to see. Um, like I said, Fortune Cookie is really good too, but this is the one to watch first if you've never seen any of them together yes, before. Like This, this is, is the, the one. one that, okay, in the play version, yeah, they replies their roles. That says right up here. Oh, um, well, that was the sequel. No, 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 no. no. Um, so, so who played him on? Walter Matthau did. I can't remember who, who the original. Who Jack, it was Art Carney. Oh, Art Carney was Felix, and that would have been interesting. That would be cool. Yeah, but it also feels like Art Carney would be better as Oscar. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but although I guess the the Art Carney arm yeah. wigglings and stuff like well, that would be good. God damn it. Now I want... Okay, can we travel through time to 1963 <laughs> to go see watch the, it the play, play? Okay? The play. Yeah. No, no, it's it's I, I it's a great movie and it was good seeing it like on the big screen again. Oh, so. yeah. That, great. Good great movie. Too. So, okay. I guess I'm going to... You had a previous podcast that yeah. I was in yeah. and you made me watch six movies. Yeah. In which... The 73 podcast, yeah. The worst one of these is better than the best one of those six movies. I agree. Even though yeah, one of those yeah. movies was White Lightning, it was kind of pretty cool, but it's still, all these are better. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, I'm with you in that. Spoiler <laughs> so like, alert. Oh, wow, yeah. six movies that I don't completely hate, because I, <laughs> I hated all those. Yeah, they were, they were. But some of some, them were almost We fun. had some rough patches. We had some, on pa- those. We had some bad ones. So, <laughs> okay, our third movie that we saw, another Dean Martin, Western. Yep, go, it's like Bandolo! I said, it's, it's going to be every other With movie. an exclamation point Exclamation on it. point. Which, it's called Bandolero, and I guess it's named after the bandits, who are sort of in the second half of the movie. In the last kind of. 20 minutes of the and then And when they get defeated in their in their fist fight thing, that is leave. Because, right. because they're like a super, they're like a video game boss. <laughs> you, you beat their boss, and the minions run away. So <laughs> the Bandoleros. So Bandolero, this was uh, made in 68, of course. And then uh, Andrew McLaughlin, uh, he did a, he was actually... That's the, why you're here, because I don't know. It's the I'll, son. I don't know who did He's things. the son of Victor McLaughlin, who was a famous actor in the 30s and 40s. that okay. was in a lot of John Wayne movies. And so a- Andy McLaughlin also did a lot of um, John Wayne westerns as well. And he did Hellfighters and Cahill and some other westerns anyways. But this one is stars Dean Martin, James Stewart. Uh, Dean Martin is uh, he's a bad guy in this did one. Did you know anything about this movie going I'm um, Not too much. I thought it was just going to be like... Kind of more like a buddy picture kind I of thing. I didn't know at all. But I didn't know much One about the, the plot. For the first half of this movie, I loved it. Okay. When they were in the cells, and then Jimmy Stewart shows up, and you don't know who Jimmy Stewart is, but you know that he's here to either... I for a while, No, I I'm didn't like, know about the... Well, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Is he there because he's extra angry at him but i'm like did he kill the actual hangman and stuff like that right did, right did we know you never find that out no okay so so the plot of this movie is dean martin is part of a band of crooks or whatever it's and like the thieves, right <laughs> and he uh they rob this bank and george and george kennedy you know like they they capture him and stuff and they they yeah, um, yeah, he's, the, he's a sheriff he's gonna be um hung hanged hanged, hanged. it's a podcast if you say stuff wrong you will get yelled at <laughs> james, okay james stewart kind of comes in the town you're like who is this guy I'm like oh it's the hangman but it but it ends up of course being his brother so it's dean martin's well, brother there's the, actually one of the cooler scenes is yeah uh when you see jimmy stewart and he hears the uh, dean martin's character's name whatever yeah is, yeah he hears it and he, and, you, and he recognizes it you don't know why he recognizes right. it and then he goes and finds the hangman 
and you don't know what's going on. Yeah, because they and then Jimmy him. Stewart shows up in Hang Van Garbage because he's in like, this town. Oh, he's like shit, taking a happened? bath or whatever, and then yeah. you hear his voice. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's cool. yeah, it's really neat. And then, so what happens? They escape, and then George Kennedy is kind of after him. But they also take well, okay hostage. Raquel Welch, like how oh, they yeah. escaped, okay? <laughs> <laughs> because that was the stuff that. See, this is the thing I want to talk about. The first half. Of the oh movie. yeah, yeah, absolutely. The escape and stuff like that was awesome. Yeah. The second half. We'll get to it. Okay. <laughs> but uh, uh, the hang- he shows up. He's the hangman. Yeah. Uh, Dean Martin sees him. They recognize each other. Yeah. Dean Martin is confused as fuck. Okay. <laughs> but can't say anything. Right. And then Jimmy Stewart has actually secretly given him a gun. And his gang doesn't even know what Jimmy. He does has no idea. They, they don't know the who James Stewart is. The gang has no idea. Yeah. The gang are fully expecting to die within the next five yeah, minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then they all escape. But yeah. yes, it's great. No, that was a really cool, cool scene. But then... On the way out, they they take Raquel Welch. Yes, they kidnap her because there's a side story where she's been widowed, but she still wants to run her farm or something like that. And then George Kennedy kind of has a thing for her. Well, she's Raquel Welch. (laughs) But then then Dean Martin, so he kind of like, well, because all the other people like want to kind of raper seems like it's yes, a little rapey. He is trying to stop them from the rapings. And I'm like, you know, you here's a, here's a better way to stop her. Stop them. Don't kidnap her. You're right. <laughs> so, but but it ends up um Raquel Walsh and Dean Martin kind of fall for each other. Yeah. A little they bit. Kid, I mean, they legitimately kidnap her yeah. as a human shield. Right. And then never let her go. And I'm like, you don't need her anymore. Okay. <laughs> if anything, she's slowing you down. Right. Oh, wait. She's really fucking hot. Okay. <laughs> It's Raquel Welch, yeah. yeah. So, um, but then it ends up going where there's like a standoff and there's bandits around all of them. And so they kind of have to team up with George Kennedy a little bit. Yeah. And, and at the end, so there's a big shootout showdown and stuff oh, at the end. The fucking love shit between them is the thing that I fucking loathe. Oh, okay. I didn't hate it. She I, I could have. in love with this fucking horrible monster? Yeah, yeah. No, granted, the George Kennedy thing, skeeving on her. Also freaked me out. I'm like, he was kind of creepy. Boy, the yeah. second half of this movie is really getting on my nerves. Yeah. <laughs> so Dean Martin, so he is a bad guy in this. I wouldn't say he's so he's a thief. He's an outlaw. I wouldn't call him a bad guy in this movie. I mean, he kills numerous people. Right. Right. Doesn't he? He does. He, but yeah, there's a huge gunfight like halfway through. When <laughs> but he's not killing innocent state. people. I don't think. Like, killing the, I mean, they're just like people in the posse. You know what I mean? Like I don't think they're bad people. Right. But they're the, no worse than the normal. Well, I guess people. I okay. guess they, they portray him like like he's not a super they, bad guy. Okay, they because Rough Night and Jericho maybe that's is my, a little oh, yes, different. I hadn't seen Rough Night and Jericho. You're right. Maybe if I saw them in a different order, I'd be like, <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. He's nearly as terrible as he is in that movie. Right, okay? right, right. Because he's really bad so, in that movie. <laughs> with this film, so the direction is solid. It's you know, it's like kind of like another like a TV show. I think maybe a step above. I think. The, yes, five, it's actually, I would say... I, I, mean, I think the direction is better than Five Cups. It's style. 60s Western direction. It's right. pretty good. Right. It has a lot of... This one has, by far, of the three Westerns, yeah. it has the best cinematography. It has as far like as the best background. Yeah. Stuff. Yep, yep, it yep. Is, it feels more epic. Because they're on the run for it a feels huge portion epic. of the time. It feels epic. It's a great the, location. The bandoleros are like slowly yeah. taking them at one at a time, yeah. and they're... They, they don't know what's happening, yeah. and I'm like, okay, whatever. Okay, whatever, it's Bandoleros. So, <laughs> I'll, I'm going to tell you the main reason. So, I actually like this movie, and the reason why, James Stewart. 
He oh, classes he, this whole oh, movie oh, up oh, yeah. a bunch. Oh, like yeah, he's without great. him, this would just be another generic Western. He made everyone around him better. He made yes. Dean Martin better Dean in this Martin, movie. The, okay, of the three Dean Martins, this is the one where Dean Martin is the second best because he's <laughs> he actually, as much as he's terrible in Rough Night, he's actually pretty fucking good in it. Okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But yeah, so but oh, wait, James Stewart not, just but James Stewart really did like class this movie up. So every time he was on screen, like you could have told him he was in a B movie western. Nope, he thought he was doing Rear Window. Doesn't, he doesn't care. He's Jimmy Stewart. He, he, he's he's one of those guys who's been doing yeah. this so long. Just like oh, so, so, I'll read my lines. Oh, good. Now I'm going to knock it out of the park. Right. Okay. <laughs> totally knocked it out of the park. So yeah, I mean, he he did not need to be this good in the movie. Like no, he he was he, really good. And 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 that's what I felt about like Five Card Stud, where I felt like Robert Mitchum and. Dean Martin showed up, signed on the dotted line, and eh, I'll give a passable performance while we drink <laughs> you know, yes. in our trailers. Oh, yes, you're right. That the, would be the five-card stud right. thing. Yeah. This movie, like, he was like, James Stewart showed up, he did his job, mm-hmm. and he's like, this is what I got paid to do. I'm going to give it 100%. Kel Welch never been known as great oh, at acting. Oh, she's fine. She's fine in it. No, actually. She has to, like, accent herself up because she's playing she has some Latino. Instead of, you know, right. American Latino. Like she, like she actually she has some like. good <laughs> moments in the movie. And there's a scene at the end of the movie where Dean Martin gets shot. And she, like, takes that gun and she goes, boop, 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 boop. Like, just shoots that guy. Yeah. The bandit. I thought that was awesome. Uh, she's, she's, I just, I guess I was already at the point where I'm just annoyed oh, that she likes right. him at all. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No. But, he's a monster. He's slightly less monstrous than the other monsters. But it doesn't mean... I like, you know, oh, you know, I, I like, I like, I like the werewolf because he's not fucking vampires. And I'm like, no, they're both horrible. Okay. And I, I was stop, also, stop wanting to bone that horrible human being. <laughs> I was also surprised by the downer ending. Oh yeah. That Every, was cool. I like, I, yes. everybody dies. Well, and, actually that, and you're right. That I didn't hate I that. I like that. Because that was I wanted really cool. all those bad people to die and they all died. Yeah. Although Jimmy Stewart is, I didn't want him to die. I, I'm not sure. Did he kill that hangman? He might have. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know if he did. It doesn't tell you. It doesn't make it clear. They no, don't it, it doesn't. Although he did rob the bank. That was actually... That was a great scene. That was spectacular. <laughs> they they've all like ran yeah. out. That was actually possibly my favorite scene. <laughs> all the all the cops and the yeah. posse have run after, after him. After and Dean Martin. And, he, after and then James Stewart just walks by he, the bank. And he looks at the bank and goes... Goes inside and robs the bank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they don't show. They just show him go in, and then later on, you see that he's got the money. Oh yeah, but that but, was great. But you knew what he did. Yeah, and he saw. And I'm like, yeah. wow, that is cool. So and then the money's like hanging there. Okay, okay, this movie's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't annoyed with you with with the Raquel Welsh stuff. I just kind of accepted it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. I give it a three, like a three out of oh, four. I, I, I'm actually going that high because James Stewart, if it wasn't for James Stewart, is, I would have given it a two and a half. That whole, James Stewart the whole, makes this great. The Jimmy Stewart stuff and the stuff I like in it is legitimately yeah. four-star material. Yeah. And then it annoyed me. <laughs> but, boy, the good stuff's so good. Yeah. So th- I might you, go you three, three and a half. Oh, wow. You really I, like that. I hear yeah. the thing. I'm sitting here pissing and moaning about it. <laughs> But it's a movie yeah. with Raquel Welch right. in it. She moves everything up by half star. Okay. <laughs> well, I think James Stewart he elevated that. And, oh way yeah, up. he moves like, up he's another half star. So good. Okay. Yeah. So this movie surprised me. I didn't expect. I expected it just to be another generic western, and and I oh, was I was pleasantly surprised. This is not it. one. This is yeah. It was because I I liked the mystery a lot in the beginning. Yeah. They don't tell you, and I'm like, I like how it unfolds. You're it going unfolds to find really out. Good. 
Yeah. You're going to find out what's going on, but they aren't telling you yet. And I'm like, I need to fucking know. Yeah. Okay. I thought it, I thought it unfolded really nicely. Yeah. I it thought does. it was I'm, really okay, good. Okay. Goddamn. I, it's, I just can't believe I'm giving this three and a half stars, but it's really, it's <laughs> you really good. You don't have good. to. It's <laughs> really good. It's weirdly just that it would be my favorite of the six movies. Yeah. If it wasn't for that if stuff. If it wasn't for that bullshit. Yeah. No, it was good. But it still might be my favorite of the six movies, <laughs> even though there's other good movies in here. The next movie is not one of them. <laughs> the next movie that we saw was the Flim Flam Man. That's kind of like an oddity that you were like, let's watch this. I so, might be wrong. I know that I think about it. This one's worse than White Lightning. George <laughs> George C. Scott, uh, who I'm a big fan of, is in the movie. Oh, yeah. He plays a con man. This is directed by Irvin Kirshner. Do you know who that is? That's that's Empire Strikes he Back. Directed, that name I know. He, I saw that when I was up, he's open directed, up. like, Irvin Kirshner! <laughs> so he's directed, I call him like the sequel director. He's directed, he directed Empire Strikes Back. He directed Return of a Man Called Horse. He directed Never Say Never Again. He directed Never Say Never Again? He directed RoboCop 2. Okay. <laughs> that is weird. He's, he's Why a is weird... only one of those movies any good? <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate RoboCop 2. Uh, RoboCop Two is it's not it's not it's, anywhere as near as good as no, the first movie, it, it, but I kind of like RoboCop. But I don't 2. think man, I just the only reason it might be any good is maybe he directed it good because they fucked that script up hard. Okay? Three Three was bad. Oh, I've never even seen Three's Three. That's how much I've no so, in Three. In Flam Man, uh, he plays. Oh, what's his name? Mordecai. Mordecai Jones. Mordecai Jones, which I legitimately <laughs> was wondering, is that a real person? Yeah. <laughs> because they act so, like it was some type of famous name, but I hope that's the name they all So he's know. a con man in this, and he shows up, the the Michael, I can't pronounce his name, is it Sarazen plays uh, uh, Curly? So sounds like Sarazen sounds correct. Plays Curly, <laughs> and he plays... Um, God, is he, that his only name, Curly? Is the kid's name his yeah, Curly? Yeah, yeah. He has no last name? No. Okay. So he was in there, and so he he sees this guy like fall off the train because there's like a he's like well he's, he's, Scott's fighting he's, the guy he's, in a he's train been thrown off the train <laughs> yeah 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 he's thrown off the train so he goes to see if he's okay and then he finds out you know that he's this con man he like brings him to his so this kid has like his own and by kid I mean like 27 years old and he like yes <laughs> I think he's supposed to be like 18 he's like, he's maybe like, he's like AWOL from the army I'm thinking mm. is he supposed to be like 19 because that guy is creeping up on 30 yeah <laughs> so I so but he brings him and he has like he lives in like a what a train car or like a weird oh kind of where the kid lives or whatever yeah it's like an abandoned it's like a yeah it's like a car that I don't know it's dilapidated or something yeah it's yeah basically a thing in the woods that for some reason nobody knows is there right like, right everybody knows that's there okay? <laughs> and so but then George C. Scott kind of gets him into like he sees that you know he like knows hey do you know card tricks and. And, yeah. and uh, sleight of hand stuff. And he's like, hey, bet to see if you can find, like, yeah. they put, like, something, you know, in a cup. And then he switches yeah. the cups yeah. around. It's called the cup and balls. Right. I don't know. They do three-card Monty. They do some cup and balls Right, stuff. right, right, right. They do uh, the wallet thing. Yeah. Which I'm like, in 1968, was this stuff stuff that nobody knew? Because I've known it all. It, it, it was like, <laughs> this is really, this, I'm like, it's kind of interesting to see. And this yes. place takes well, place. I, think, I think. I mean, I guess I watched too much Better Call Saul. Right. Like that and right. Uh, Deep South takes place in the Deep South. Yes, there. it seems to take place all in one county. Right. But I nobody so. seems to know that the scam guy is going to show up and probably try to scam them. Right. Because right. They're really freaking constantly scamming people. And I'm like, <laughs> there's like five towns in this freaking county. They should right. all know. <laughs> and so the movie is just like kind of like the kind of the bond between Curly and Mordecai Jones. Yes. And while they do one of, uh, after this crazy car chase, where the, they steal the, the car. The car chase is legit. That's the best part of the movie. It's easily the best yeah, part yeah, of the yeah. movie. This is fucking, it's so ridiculous. It's so <laughs> stupid that I'm like, 
this is really fun. No, it was. But it doesn't actually fit with the rest of the movie. It doesn't. It feels like it's a, like a cartoon, like right out of a straight out of a different movie. Um, they they meet this. Uh, they well, they steal it from a house from the the girl. The yes, they steal the car by acting like they're going to go on a test drive. Right, right, right. With the yeah, something like that. And they steal it from the and then, girl. but he falls in love with like the the daughter there. The, yeah, the girl there, and, and that was he's the, like he grooms her. Okay, <laughs> that's one hundred percent. That he's it's real skeevy. I didn't care about any of that stuff in the movie. Like no, none of that. That was the was, worst part of the movie. But it's all like, but it's literally the movie. Is yeah, what they're trying to make that into right. the movie, and I'm like, this is really bad. I think okay? I would have liked it better. This does not hold up. I think I would have liked it better if through the point of view of George E. Scott. Because it's not through the point of view. It's through yes. the point of view of Curly. Yes. And so you're just seeing his point of view. And then there will be sections of the movie where George C. Scott isn't in. So George C. Scott is one of, I think he's one of the great greatest actors out there. He's not bad in this movie. He's, he's somewhat phoning it in on occasion. He's, yeah. well, he does. So it's, it's weird. It's not really a role for him. Well, he's only thing. he was only forty years old in this movie, <laughs> and they like made him seventy years old. Well, because they, well, <laughs> the makeup doesn't look; it looks like a forty-year-old in makeup. Yeah, you're right. Because yeah. the George hair. Scott, I mean, it's the '60s. When you're forty, you look like you were. That's right. You okay. look like you're sixty, right? <laughs> you but it, but, but the, the way they did the makeup on his face, it doesn't look natural. It looks no, fake. It, it looks it, so fake. It doesn't look good. And um, George C. Scott, it's so weird about his performance in the movie because George C. Scott. He kind of has a very distinct way of talking. He's got his whole voice. It was almost like he was doing an impersonation of himself. Like he was like overdoing George C. Scott almost. Yeah. Here's in, the thing. I I like I've I've I always liked George C. Scott in movies, mm-hmm. but I recently watched The Changeling. Oh, I never seen like, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, I wish this movie was good. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't he's, good. He's kind of cool in it, but this movie is like. I don't know. I uh, kinda, it just kind of does things. Things just sort of happen in the movie. <laughs> no, I've never. Oh, I forgot Harry Morgan in this. I like Harry Morgan. Or, he's Actually, a, he's kind of a recurring. He's, he's, yeah, he's the he's sheriff actually, that's going after he's the, he's Mordecai. The, yeah, he's the sheriff because they seem to never leave that county. So they're like, you know, you can leave the sheriff's jurisdiction and he'll never hunt you again. Okay. Harry, and Harry Morgan. <laughs> this isn't. Smokey and the Bandit, he's not going to leave his county. Okay. And I haven't seen him in that many movies because Harry Morgan, I just seen him on MASH, right? Yeah, he was on MASH for fucking And Dragnet as well, I and think. And Dragnet, yeah. Those are basically the only two things but I think of. I thought he was fun in this movie. Like, I liked him. Oh, he was, he's in this. He's in um, Support Your Sheriff. And oh, Your Support, yeah, yeah, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's in both the those. J- James Garner films, yeah. yeah. Um, when I had COVID a year and a half ago, you watched those, those were free on YouTube. I've never like, seen them. I'm going to watch them. I watched them a lot when I was are a kid. They, fun? they are fun. They aren't. They weren't as fun when I was an adult <laughs> as they were when I was a kid. I'm like, these things are they weren't as mostly kind of boring now. They weren't as well, fun. Well, also as I had COVID, so it's kind of hard to like. Uh, and then, of course, Slim Pickens. The Slim Pickens twice we get to see him. We got to. We got so to Slim see Pickens him. gets. Yeah. They do the wallet thing on Slim Pickens, right? The yeah, wallet they do. con on him, and, and he's fun. He's wearing overalls. The wallet thing in it is probably the best con scene in it. The rest of them are. I don't know. They do something with some game I've never heard of, some yeah. thing where you punch out stuff, and I'm like, and then he immediately comes in and wins all the prizes and right. leaves, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that is. Is this a deep south thing? <laughs> I have no clue what the hell's going on here. So okay? my 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 major <laughs> problem with the film, I think the film's biggest problem is that it doesn't know what kind of movie it wants to be. Oh. Does it want to be the serious movie oh, where this no, guy's no, finding no, no, redemption? No, no, no. The, here, the the movie's biggest problem is uh, Curly is literally a terrorist in the end. Okay? No, right? Yeah. <laughs> He literally turns full blown 
terrorist. Here's the dynamite, and he brings it into the he, place. He surrounds the entire police yeah. station with dynamite and threatens to blow them all up if they try to leave. Yep. And they also have to release what's Mordecai. Yeah. Or they're going to kill prison. them all. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? Was this funny? This does not hold up well, in the post 9 11 world. And, <laughs> and also, what the problem with the movie is, though, like with Curly's character, he goes back and forth. It's like, oh, I'm for Mordecai. And I'm like, nope. Oh, I, yeah. I don't like it. Like, it's was, so inconsistent. I was, I was so confused. It's I'm like, like, just fucking it didn't make any sense. And go bang that hottie. That's all, <laughs> That's all that matters. She very much wants to just leave her doofus parents, but, okay, and and run around the entire country with you on the run. But I could, she would love it. Right. Just fucking do it, okay? <laughs> I could totally watch a movie with a cartoon performance by George C. Scott through his point of view without that kid. I would watch that movie that with, would, with that more would be car a better chases. movie if this was literally a flim flam man about just the flim flam yeah, man. Yeah, it would instead be... of the stupid kid the flim flam man runs into, yeah. who he corrupts to such a degree that he's going to spend the rest of his life in prison <laughs> for fucking terrorist attacks. Yeah. Okay. And then the girl's going to like wait for him. No. And stupid. I'm like, he's in prison for the rest of his life. You know that, right? It was. <laughs> no, I was. Yeah, I did when not did like this... it. Here, also, I couldn't tell when it took place. It was supposed to take place in '68 or like 1942 or something. Well, that's the, that's really the thing. To, like, that, well, that's the thing I'm wondering because when I watch movies in the '60s that take place in the South, they look like they're in the '40s. Yeah, I suspect. You know what I mean? I thought that might be what it was because I just watched Easy Rider, and when oh. they go into the South, it looks like they're in 1940 because, because everyone's got all those old because, trucks. I mean, they and, stole the car, and that car was like. That was like that was like the third car ever made. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're driving around in it. So yeah. no, I'm I'm thinking it took place. It's just the South, I think, is what yeah, what I that guess. means. So, yeah. No, I, I so I probably didn't hate it as much as you. I'm actually oh. I'm actually I'm giving it a two because I like George C. Scott in it. Boy. I love the car chase. The, the, but the, the, the kid ruins it. The kid ruins it. The kid ruins it. The literal terrorism in the end. I'm like, <laughs> I was so like, what the hell is happening in this movie? I have to go one and a half. Okay. It is an I mean, oddity. The half yeah. is only for the car chase. Okay. I do want to mention uh, Jerry Goldsmith's score is really good in the movie. It's, music. Yeah, yeah. It's well, Jerry Goldsmith is always, like, yeah, even in the shittiest movies, I think he, he's fine. Yeah, like, he's always going to do a good job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He always, he's, but he does a lot of it's shitty movies. weird. It is a weird It's an odd movie. It's a weird movie. movie. And I'm, it, I'm very, I was baffled. Mm. Basically, the love story stuff also drives me crazy. I'm like, it was not this good. is the second movie where this freaking woman falls in love with the freaking yeah. obvious horrible human being okay who literally <laughs> stole your car earlier and then the next scene he comes back and wants to talk to her and she's like let's talk and i'm like i've listened to too many true crime podcasts where this ends up in murder okay? <laughs> yeah so flim flim man I, I i guess i'm glad i saw it never gonna watch it again i'm never watching that movie again. <laughs> i might watch the car chase again on youtube That's... correct kind of like what was that movie the one we did see in, in the previous podcast. Oh, 73, the White that Lightning? One, there's one awesome car chase in that. Yeah. And they took it off of YouTube. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> I'm, I'm on a, I, I want that on YouTube. That's oh. the only part of that movie we're watching. All right. So now we finally, uh, after we stole the car, we made our way to the drive-in. Yes. Because <laughs> this is why we needed the car. Because this is a drive-in. Yeah. And now we have to do this. But keep, but the, that car is turned to... Fully rust and is a cube now, so they're never going to catch us. Okay. <laughs> guess, guess 
Who's Coming to Dinner is our fifth movie. Yes. Suddenly, a fucking real movie. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Odd Couple's a real movie. All these are real movies. Yeah. Flip Flam Man, not a real movie. <laughs> 19, so it came out in 1967, but it was still sticking around in 1968 because it was nominated for all these Oscars. Yes. Oh, yes. This is It's an important movie. A very important it's, it's movie. Go, it's Absol- a very important movie. Absolutely. So, uh, so Academy Awards was nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Spencer Tracy, it, it won- Best Actress... Catherine Hepburn, and she won. she won for that. Best Supporting Actor, Best Supporting Actress. Um, best Wait, what, is that the the daughter? Oh, let me, let's see who it is. No, it's Tilly. Oh, her. Oh, God. I, okay, she's like the, also annoying character. <laughs> Art <But>. Direction, <laughs> Screenplay, Film Editing, and uh, Original Score. So it, tons of nominations. Okay, be, yeah, the uh, daughter didn't get nominated. No. For obvious reasons. Yes. She's pretty terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so Stanley Kramer, who is a weird, so Stanley Kramer is an interesting filmmaker. So he did a lot of like heavy handed, like messenger message movies. He did Judgment at Nornberg, which is a fantastic movie if you oh, haven't yeah. seen it. But he did one big comedy and it's like the craziest comedy ever made. It's he made it's a mad, 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 mad. He mad did war. that? He did that. Right after Judgment at like, Nornberg. That movie the length of that movie is as long as four of his other movies. Yeah. <laughs> so it so it makes up for but, four of the movies. But so <laughs> so he's an interesting filmmaker and and this was I think this was he's he did like maybe four or five movies after this. Was this a play at one point? Um because it could be. It takes place basically entirely in the it does. Okay. It does. It does. It, it, de- it definitely comes across as a play. So uh, that was this movie. So it has Sidney Poitier. And this one, Sidney Poitier in 1967 had three movies. Oh, oh, yeah. He wasn't nominated because I probably they probably couldn't figure out what one to nominate him for. They could but have just said, here's, was a that, special, here's a special one for being awesome. Right. Okay. Well, then he was into Sir With Love. <clears throat> and then it was um, In the Heat of the Night. Yeah. Yes. Which I love that movie. Yeah. And Rod Steiger won that, that one. That one I've seen too, but it's been a long time. I, I've never seen I, that, Sir I With need, Love. I haven't seen that one. I do want to. I want to watch uh, to, uh, in the heat of the night again. It's rude. I've just There's seen like it the recently. There's a TV show that's supposed to be good too. Weird. That was. <laughs> oh, and that go. was. Well, that's the guy from. Uh, <laughs> trying to say Carol O'Connor. You yes, Carol O'Connor. The, the, the guy from. You're all a, in the family. Terrible person. <laughs> Carol O'Connor. Sydney Poitier uh, is in this movie. Uh, Catherine Hepburn, Spencer Tracy. It was really. It was because they already did like oh, tons of movies together. So this oh, was yeah. like bringing them they back were together. Yeah, <laughs> and he died like later that year. Yeah, and then he, when he was nominated, he was nominated yeah. afterwards. Yeah, Catherine Hepburn and Spencer Tracy have a daughter, and she brings home a man from their her trip from Hawaii. She's like back in Hawaii. She was in college, and like, why are you back? She's like, oh, I wanted to introduce you to someone, you know. And it's her fiance. We're gonna get married. We met fourteen days ago. Ten days ago. Ten days ago. So this is just not necessarily just this movie. So many movies back in the sixties, fifties, and forties and thirties, they'll meet and I'm like, let's get married. It happens all the time. Yes, and so that's why in movie form, it's fine. Yeah. Okay. So when you, when you go and watch, when you, it's hard to watch some of those movies. Like you know, when you go back, because it's just like, what? I don't buy that romance because they just met and then now they're gonna get married. I don't and it's buy like, it very much. In this movie. Here's the thing: spectacular movie. But now we're just gonna shit on it for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's well, so obviously this is 1967. Um, interracial marriages or relationships were, I wouldn't say they were new, and a lot of people frowned upon it. You yes. know, of course. That basically, <laughs> uh, between the time this was filmed and it came out, the Supreme Court struck down all anti yeah. all the laws in the. Uh, it says right here. Loving versus Virginia, which means I need to watch Loving. I forgot. Oh, that. that's yeah. where we haven't seen. I need yeah. to see that. Like, yeah, that's the good. That's the the more, <laughs> the more accurate 
Uh, I can like this is a bad movie. It's not bad. Now, granted, part of the reason it's not bad is the monologue at the end Spencer is Tracy. fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. Spencer Tracy will blow your goddamn mind. Okay? <laughs> Spencer Tracy, he's a great actor anyways. Oh, God, but, he's so good. So, but, so obviously what it is, is it's, so she, she brings him home. They're supposedly liberal, you know, minded. So she's yes. like, oh, they're going to be fine. But they, but they still liberal. are a little shocked because well, they're more, uh, more or less Spencer Tracy. He's not, I wouldn't say he's racist, but he's more like he he's so worried about what's what he's, the problems that's are going to he, be. He's worried that his daughter is going to have problems with it, and that oh, which they was yeah, going to be you're yeah. going to have issues with here. And I'm like, first of all, they're moving to Geneva, okay? <laughs> so is there, they're not moving to fucking you know Tennessee or, yeah. <laughs> or or Alabama or yeah, anything like that. Right. Yeah. So it's just it just shows like the like the difference between you know the races and the racial tensions, and then yeah. then even they show um, Sydney Poitier's parents they're just as like oh, upset about it too, yes. even more so I think. Actually, uh, well, well, the his, dad. dad, his father is the, mom. the mother. Actually, both mothers totally fine with it. Yeah. Okay, I get the impression that her dad is more just like doesn't want this to be like. The only thing that her daughter is known for. Right. That is daughter. Which I'm yep. like, oh, sorry. Your ditzy blonde daughter is only going to be known for this. Okay? <laughs> She's in this movie. Sunny Portier. His character is a fucking god. <laughs> He's the greatest human being yeah. who has ever walked this planet. Oh, they really His, made them like so. She is not good enough for him by no. any margin. No. Okay? No. She is awful okay yeah. and they literally have some ironing scene where she's just so ditzy and i'm yeah. like i'm gonna kill myself <laughs> i hate her so much so, <laughs> so i will say this yeah her character is like really annoying because she'll like she, you know and the way she, she just nonchalantly says stuff she's like oh you don't like him because he's a negro and i'm like what did you just say okay <laughs> the language thing is just 60s yeah okay? yeah, yeah, yeah they never say the word black no, because nobody called it. They don't. Like that. They don't. And the only, only person, person that actually throws an end bomb out, and that's is the their, t- and that's the that's like their servant, the, which is like the racist yeah. servant. Too, she's almost. like, yeah, she like she's the only one who says like to, for him to stay in his yeah. place and stuff. And I'm like, I guess they wanted to have somebody you hate in this movie. Well, they succeeded. Okay? Yeah, yeah, because she is terrible. Yeah, she's a terrible <laughs> character. Not a terrible performance. No, no. She no. knocks it out of the park she, for she's, what she does. She's, she's great. She's yeah. great. But boy, I hate that character. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she's the the maid. Then when she sees Sydney Portia, she's like, what is going on? Like, this yeah, is, like, is what are you doing? Mad. And they don't really, they, at the end of the movie. They don't resolve they, that at all. They don't though. resolve no. her thing at all. No. They resolve, they don't, they, they at least act like they're going to resolve his father's problems. Yep, yep. But yep. they don't have no, they don't no. resolve here no, at all. No, no. And I'm like, oh, luckily, you may never see him again because moving to fucking your life. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, later that day, the entire movie takes place in like an eight-hour period of time. <laughs> so yeah, so the the movie it's it's an it's interesting because this movie is very important. Obviously, it's it, very, it was it was very a, important. It's it's it was a very uh, I saw it in school, but yeah. I, I remember nothing else. It was a, it was an important film when it came out, and so I think it's a landmark iconic film. Yes, the direction by Stanley Kramer is good because yeah. he's a good filmmaker. 
Um, the performances by most everybody in this movie are great. The one exception, yes. Right. <laughs> or maybe it, she's playing her ditzy role perfect. So, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I looked her up. She's actually got a... She did a lot of stuff later Who is on. it? Is it? She did like cool... Um, Catherine Hot. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, so she... She actually went on to do a lot of stuff, but boy, I really didn't think... She, so she played... She did her dirty in this movie. Well, this is what I think. Okay. I think the character was supposed, supposed to be written as a carefree individual, right? Yes. The way that she portrays her is ditzy and oblivious oblivious to everything like she's she like you really don't realize there's going to be problems like, yeah she like she doesn't think that there's going to be problems and that's the problem because in 1967 you should have been well aware yeah that there's going to be issues in this and, I, and i'm not saying that that she shouldn't be optimistic but she is not optimistic she is oblivious she has no clue of what's going no, on she's like oh no my parents will be fine with it and i'm like okay what about the rest of the world? Okay. Well, just how she did everything. She's like, oh, let's go pick she, him up at the airport. Hey, you this, come to dinner. And I'm like, and calm she, down. And he actively avoids telling his parents on the phone yes. that she's white. Yes. And she doesn't even think that that's a possibility that could be happening, that he would be trying to like say, you do know my parents have the same problem. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that's kind of the main issue with it. And, and another issue too, but I, so I just want to talk about some of the stuff I had problems with because I want to talk about some good stuff too. It's like it's weird to rank this movie or rate this movie because in two thousand twenty-two eyes, yes, I would probably give this a two and a half. Oh, it is. But if you look at it yes. as a historical standpoint and and look at the time that it came out, and it's a three and a half. It's weird because I I didn't remember any. I knew about mm, it. Yeah. I knew the general story of right. you know interracial blah blah blah. Yeah, I thought it was more of a coming over racism thing oh but instead it kind of is but it's also they aren't straight racist they're a version of racist yeah okay? right 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 it wasn't privileged white people racist, which in many right? ways yeah. yes it was just i the thing that bothered me is they're both filthy rich yeah they have they're <laughs> the only problem they have is their interracialness. They're never going to have another problem for the rest <laughs> of their life. right okay so they ruin their Although, whole life oh yeah they he used to be married. Yeah. But it was, they didn't get divorced. They literally killed him in an accident. Killed him in a car accident. <laughs> him and his, her, his wife and his kid yeah. killed him in a car accident like eight years earlier. Yeah, it's horrible. The only, <laughs> the only real problem in their actual relationship is he's like 17 years older than she is. 37 she is, and she's 23 or Yeah, 22. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. like 15 years older. It's like if you're 65 and somebody's 50... Even that's even kind of weird, okay? <laughs> 15 years, a little much, okay? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 so just watching it. I have so I have like two different opinions on it. I'm gonna probably come up and just give it a three eventually. Okay, here's the thing I'm gonna give it a three and a half because as much as I was sitting there and I'm like, okay, this movie's it's everything in it is really cool, it's also got real problems. The fact that he is literally willing to just bolt on her if one of her parents has any issues yeah he's and i'm like pretty noble maybe he is a, I don't, is that noble that <laughs> seems like is he trying to get out oh and right that's, maybe that's trying to get out yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it felt kind of like fuck her parents <laughs> it's an interracial marriage you really have to have one thing you have to think about yeah fuck anybody else okay <laughs> that monologue yes at the end yeah so which is literally 10 minutes and I'm sitting there with my jaw well, open the Well, the big time. dilemma of the film is that Spencer Tracy 
has to come up with a decision that night because because his daughter's like, we're, we're going to go get married and I want your blessing now. Yeah. And we're going to, we're going to get married in Geneva. Right. By the end, of, originally they were going to get married later. But yeah. Then they're going to literally just go to Geneva and get oh, married. Oh, by the way, you, the you can day. fly out and see us get married too. Yeah. Because, I mean, granted, you're <laughs> filthy fucking rich. So you can drive to Geneva. Right, you right, can right. Fly to Geneva on a, right. on a whim. So why not? So, okay. so the whole dilemma, so it kind of builds up to this moment. <clears throat> and then Spencer Tracy comes up and is like, I have some things to say. And the I know your favorite part of the movie is when, Dad, what, you know, the, the daughter starts talking. And he's like, You know, I haven't asked you a whole lot the, your whole life. But shut up. <laughs> he says that. I bet you well, yes, that. Mostly because I hated her so much. Right. Okay. But you were like, yes. Only because I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe he's not that bad because, boy, does she suck. Yeah. Okay. So he, <laughs> that's the other thing that's kind of hard in this movie. It's hard to buy the romance because. It does, it does get hard to buy the romance. Because I'm like, I don't really see the connection. They show him kissing and stuff. And they interact. Try to get, they, early on, they show him little, little snuggles. And then. They're barely even on screen together. Yeah, basically. yeah. Okay. It's just like, I feel like that they would have a fling together, but I don't think he'd want to get married there. Yeah. I know? think it was just some, you know, yeah. hot blonde thing that he wanted to pay. But they didn't even, in, they didn't in, even in sleep Hawaii. together. They didn't even sleep together. That's right. That's right. They really make him so fucking perfect because they legit ask him and it was him. It was him. She wanted, she to, wanted to get on the bangings <laughs> and he was like, no, no, we can't be banging. And I'm like. He's had sex. He had a fucking married. You <laughs> know what sex is. He's they a really, fucking adult. They really paint him to be, you know. Yeah, it's like he's too amazingly good. <laughs> that, what I wanted is, which is why I kind of want to watch the movie Loving. Oh, I yeah, I do. I want to see it anyways. With two people who are like actual human beings, okay? <laughs> Not one's a god and one's a fucking supermodel who's also rich. Okay? And just, oh, and now stupid. we're in love. And I'm like, can you get, like, humans? <laughs> Human beings who fall in love and then have problems. Okay? Well, and well, Spencer, Tracy, Catherine Hemper, they definitely, like, their relationship and Oh, yeah, the way they, they were they actually talk, married. They, love, they, they were, like, yeah. between the two of them, they were married. They were actually married. But, yes. Of their marriages, they were the locks married. Yeah. They were, they and were now, and Catherine Hepburn is really good in the movie. The scene when she finds out, though... Like that almost it bothers me because she almost has this look of hatred when, when she figures it out or whatever. Yeah, you when mean? she figures it out, and she has this look like she, tears are yeah, in her eyes. It was weird when she first find out. I thought she would be on on the other side, and then she comes around like really fast. Like, but the, herself, but her but look like, looked of like yeah, pure it was dread, weird. and it was weird. It was a weird reaction. Like his reaction was felt more realistic. Well, the Spencer Tracy they kind of go for the humor because he doesn't realize it for a while. No, and then he's like gonna go golfing. And then, like while walking out the door, it like dawns on him. He turns around and walks over there, and he's like, and they and they yeah. all know. Oh, he figured it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that felt more realistic than Catherine Hepburn was yes. a little too dramatic. My uh, before the so Spencer Tracy that monologue at the end. Yes, when he does that oh. whole speech, it is so good. It's so well written, and it says a lot and about he, and he just everything. Is so fucking perfect at it, and he sells it. Yeah, he's he just sells it, boom. and he goes on and on. And I'm like, I know where this is going. It's so good. Now there's. Two other scenes I really like in the movie that really elevated for me. It's the scene when, so Catherine Hepburn's co-worker has that, she's racist co-worker. Oh, yeah. They fire and, he, she. Oh, my God. Shit so, her. So, oh, that is a great that, scene. That scene is so great because she comes in and she's like, are you okay? And, like, and, and just right. like, I want you to go, uh, go to your office. Take everything and just leave. No, okay. write, write out a five thousand dollar check to yourself <laughs> oh, yeah, and get right. out of here. Get out of here and I never want to see your ass again. <laughs> I mean, that was like, so cool. Oh, that was and that because that, that was the moment. Because I think before that, you 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 kind of knew that Catherine Hepburn was for it, but that was the scene where you're like, oh, she's one hundred percent 
on okay. board. Okay. That's, that's I'm going to tell you my favorite scene, okay? Okay. That stupid delivery boy who's like dancing. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he's got the hots for the for, for the, the other the, the servant girl yeah. ladies. Yeah, like, yeah. And she doesn't seem to have an issue with that white boy and her because they're both doofuses. Okay? <laughs> you know what I mean? Or some, I don't know. But, I mean, her daughter's hot as balls, too. Okay? <laughs> but, right. God damn, that... That delivery boy was so fucking when stupid. When Sidney Poitier so is like, whoa. 1967, yeah. 1960s movie yeah. high school student yeah. was yeah. the yeah. most hilarious bullshit I've ever seen. <laughs> that was, I felt that that was from a different movie too, though. It felt, oh, it felt like, what? what's going on Are here? we in Beach Blake and Bingo? This? What's going what's on? What's happening here? Is this Disney? It the felt Di- like a beach movie. Did a shitty Disney movie show? <laughs> what the hell is That's what it felt like. Where's Annette Funicello? And then and the, those people, those, and then she gets in that thing and drives with them. Never met Again. I thought they might have been at the ice cream place, but they ended up not being there. Oh, right? the ice cream scene was—it uh, was interesting because yeah. he like backs into like some black guy. Yeah, his like car, and he's like, rah, rah, he rats, rats. Oh, all these people I have to run into one woman. I'm like, wow, okay, that's as close to legitimately just stone cold racism yeah. as you got going in you. Okay? Right, right. It's but just... also, I mean, he's just really mad at the time. Right, but right. Still, I'm it's like, that's as racist. close. Yeah. I got to run into this guy, too? It's yeah, like, geez, it's just, it can't just, get away from him. He just gives him a bunch of money because I'm filthy rich, so I don't give a shit. Okay? Yeah. Go, here's, go here's, buy a new car. Here's $5,000. <laughs> buy a new car. Okay? <laughs> the other scene I like, which is it's hard to watch because you don't like the character, but I really like the scene when Tilly lays it in to S- Sidney Poitier. Yeah, it's a good scene. It's a good scene. So, but it is, the way it it's does, baffling. I love it because the camera goes, it goes crooked. Oh, yeah. And then, and okay. it's in one shot, and then she starts just laying it in. She's like, let me tell you. And that's when she lays the N-word on him. And she's yeah. just like, and then when she leaves, the camera goes back straight. Yeah. I really like that she scene. She was really good in it. It was just, a they needed a character to say some of these things that we all expected somebody to say. Right. And they did make it her yeah. so that we all... Yeah. I guess are confused. Maybe I don't know. So <laughs> it's it, it's an important film. It's it's a well made movie. It's well acted. Mostly, I, it's it's hard to recommend. It, it, I I don't recommend it as something that you watch like casually watch. You have to watch it with the mindset that this took place in 1967. <clears throat> you can't just go. I'm going to watch this movie. Yeah, I feel like that. It's, that's what it's, this. Movie I mean, is. you watch it because it's guess who's coming to dinner. Yeah, is why you watch it. Okay, <laughs> right there. I mean, like I said, I haven't watched Loving. I need to watch it now. Yeah, no, I, I, I suspect. I like the filmmaking. Loving it too. is very possibly a better version of this movie. It's got to be, and I'm sure it's way more serious. It's it's more serious. <laughs> I the, also just from the trailer I've seen, I'm like. I legitimately think I might actually think those people give a shit about each other because boy, they almost sort of kind of just thought they each are, they were each hot in this movie. That's the only thing I come up with. Oh wait, you're a rich doctor. Okay. Let's bang. Okay? <laughs> That's kind of what I felt like in the movie, but yes, but no, it's, it's, it's definitely a movie that I'm sorry. Go back. Go back. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I noticed the thing in this description oh, yeah, just yeah, yeah. because it's funny. He is a 37 year old black widower. And I'm like, my <laughs> black widow is a weird, I mean, it's just oh. the fact you put the word Black Widow in there. Oh. Did, he, did he murder his wife? Is that what happened? He murdered his wife. Black Widow. <laughs> he murdered his wife in that description. That that's is a just, funny. That's just on the no. Wikipedia page. Just that that is pretty funny. I mean, it's actually. what he is. Yeah, he's yeah. black and he's a widower, but still. <laughs> All right. Our last movie, right? So our, our, our second of the double feature at the drive-in yes. was so a weird. leftover 1967 Western. I mean, just imagine. Okay, I want everybody to imagine. Right. We we saw that dial. We saw that big monologue. Yeah. Now, granted, the opening of this movie is pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
It's not the, not a bad film. What, Rough Night and Jericho? Yeah. yeah. But Rough Night and Jericho, that's what we're seeing. There's a trailer yeah. for this movie. Okay, I want to talk about that after. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. Okay. <laughs> oh, that trailer. Trailer, yeah, oh, I want to talk about the trailer. That trailer's better than this movie by a mile. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rough Night and Jericho, George Pippard, Dean Martin, and Gene Simmons. Dean Martin is actually the villain in this movie. Yes, like, he's also uh, the best, he does the best acting in this movie, oh, of his three movies. by far. By far. By far, he's... He is totally committed in this movie. Like, he he showed up on set and was just like, oh, I don't need to drink. I'm going to act today. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you're, God, you're right. He drank in this movie because they drank in all three movies. Oh, right, right, okay. right. But, but, I, but it <laughs> seemed like... Always it, Dean Martin. It seemed he, like he, in five he had, like drunk. he had his drunk. <laughs> in his mouth at all times. Right, right. Okay? But yeah, so this one this is... This has Gene Simmons in it. The Gene, Gene Simmons. Simmons. Yes. The Gene Simmons. Not the, with the, with <laughs> the, the J, one. not the G. Yeah. yeah. The other Gene Simmons. Oh, and so so anyways, this movie, uh, it's Dean Martin is kind of has this town bottled up and he just, they him and his gang like just rough people up and stuff. Yeah, but he's like, he was like the sheriff, but he's not the sheriff anymore. No, because it's he weird. would rather be an outlaw is what yeah, he said. Yeah, but I mean, that's the ultimate like, way to be a sheriff. It's more fun. Outlaws, just be the sheriff also. Yeah. Okay, so whatever. Well, then he doesn't, yeah, so yeah, what, he basically is the sheriff. He just so they kind of take over the town because what happens is there is, um, the sheriff arrests one of his gang members who killed someone, but he was just defending himself, you know, because they were kind of harassing him. So he killed him with like a pitchfork, right? Yeah. And so they were going to go hang him. So Dean Martin's like, no, no, no. We're gonna, we're, well, they go to the prison and Dean they, Martin's going to go hang him right now. Yeah. They're they going to hang wait, him. They're going to wait for no trial. No marshal, <laughs> no marshal. Nope. They're just going to go hang him. And so the sheriff's like, nope, I'm not going to let you do it. And then he just pretty much runs the sheriff out of town and the sheriff leaves. Mm-hmm. And then Gene Simmons hires or calls, um, not George Pippard, but the guy George that Pippard, was working for yes. him. Well, it was, George Pippard was already had a, he, well, he was just a passenger yeah. on that at the time. And so it was this guy he named sort of, Hickman. He, he sort of got hired to replace the right. guy who got shot. So the guy, so the yeah. guy that's coming, he's an older guy that used, that has helped Gene Simmons in the past. And it was John McIntyre as the actor and he was in he's in a lot, character actor in a lot of movies he was in psycho he was um the sheriff in psycho where they call up and uh they're like hey have you heard about norman oh norman yeah he lives out on the town you know yeah. like he's in there and so i recognized him from that and so he plays the guy and and dean martin sh- shoots the stagecoach so, like he's shooting at the stagecoach to kill that dude to so he wouldn't come to town i guess to help out yeah and so, but they don't know that Dean Martin did it. They just kind of think, and his name is Alex Flood, Dean Martin's character's name. And Dolan is George Pippard. Yeah, George Pippard is just this dude that's just whatever on the stagecoach, but then he kind of helps out uh, Hickman. Uh, they end up going to Gene Simmons' place because she has an extra room so where the guy can yeah. heal from the gun wound. And then she asks for uh, George Pippard's help too. And he's just like, I don't want to get involved. Like, it's not... I, my my outfit's too fancy. Yeah, yeah. Blood on it. Okay, and because <laughs> he's all dressed up. Right, for like the right. Two thirds of this movie. And <laughs> and Alex Flood, Dean Martin, he's very curious about George Pippard. He's like, is this did she hire this guy? I, I'm worried about this guy. He seems like he's, he's got. Like, a, he may be actually competent. Right, right. He might. He might <laughs> he actually. That other old crotchety but, guy didn't give a shit. Okay? But George Pippard is just like, you know what? I'm. He's trying to let him know that I don't really give a shit. And there's a great scene. When they're playing poker, yeah, and there's like a meeting going on that's supposed to be against Flood, and yeah. Dean Martin knows about it, right? So Dean Martin like hires a bunch of people to like blow the place up, and you hear all this 
while the poker game is happening. Yeah, well, here's the thing: there's a lot of really cool scenes in this movie. Actually, yeah, I don't hate. I, I, I will admit, I fell asleep because it's been <laughs> fucking a long day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this one is, I actually think I'm going to honk the horn. I'm like, wake up, Tim. I'm going to rewatch this movie again. <laughs> right. That scene, though, like they're at, at the poker table. That's George's part is just showing him, like, I don't care. Like, oh, that sounds well. He's still like, um, yeah, hit me. I'll raise you. Like, he's totally ignoring, like, what's happening. Yeah. But Dean Martin's watching him, like, is he going to care? And he's like, oh, he doesn't care. You know, it's so it's kind of like a weird cat and mouse game between them to see where George Pappard's loyalty lies. Yeah. And eventually he gives in to Gene Simmons and he's just yeah. like, you know what? I He does actually help out. Especially, oh, yeah. he, 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 he legitimately becomes the good guy in the movie. Yes. Up until that point. We all know he's going to be the good guy, but he ain't there yet. Most no, he wasn't the there yet. <laughs> and the scene that he actually decides to be the the good guy is when is another great scene in the movie is when um, Slim Pickens. Comes. Oh, the whip fight! Oh my god! Oh, that whip fight is awesome! <laughs> actually, god damn it, this movie's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I, I'll say right now, this is my favorite of the westerns. It's oh, I, it's it's the, it's the I, best. Loved it. Uh, I know you like Mandalorian a lot. I liked... Uh, I, there's things in... The good stuff in Mandalorian <laughs> is better than yeah. anything in this movie. But the bad stuff in Mandalorian is so much worse than <laughs> any of these movies, except for Flim Flam, yeah, which yeah. has the worst stuff, okay? So normally, I don't normally don't like George Pappard. Like, I've really? never really cared for him in He's movies. real different in this. He's, he's not very George for party. I actually okay. like... No, I thought he did, This is... You no, know, he's, he's good not very this. George. This is like early in he's, George Pappard. He's, he's I think we all think of him as like a thing from the 70s and 80s. Well, I remember him in uh well cuz he's in what 18, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I remember he was in a uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. I don't really care for him in that. He's in That's right. He's in that. He's okay. He's, he's weird in that. The Carpet Baggers. I'm not a big weird. fan of the Carpet Baggers from the 60s. It's seen. okay. So I was just like, ah, George Pappard, but no, he's good in this he's movie. Pretty goodness. But that yeah, that that whip fight when he decides because they're wrecking her stagecoach, right? Yeah. And he points the gun at him and Slim Pickens and I don't know who that other guy was, but he was awesome. But he was um, like, you put that gun down, and and uh, they have like a shootout stand up, and then Slim Pickens has this whip, and he, there's like a two minute whip fight. Oh, it's really cool. <laughs> it's really a cool fight. It's and a, I'm like, this is a, and it's not scored. It's no music. It's, there's no music. It's a, yeah. it's a fight, and I'm like, it's really good. There's, there are action there, and sometimes if you watched. A f- there are other fist fights in this movie oh, that, yeah, are, yeah, yeah. that are very 60s western yeah, fist yeah. fights. Like, oh, I swung and then this like one, I fell down. This, this one, one is a... like, shit, this is intense. Yeah. This is it was like a really intense scene. There's some intense stuff so, going on in this movie. Yeah, I thought this was really good. Gene Simmons is great in she this movie. She is great. She is so she good. She is different than other... In the other westerns, we had the... The females, okay? Oh, I have problems. She's actually... She's got a character. She, she has a character in this. She is the leader of people against Flood. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Because she's the only... And she was like trying... Now, granted, she gets other people on her side yeah. who are also do as much or more work because... They is there is Western stuff where they legitimately well, the don't. Thing about, oh, you can't let the lady do the work. Well, that's the only <laughs> thing because she's already like, I'm gonna get my gun. I'm going to just part of like, no, 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 do those dishes or something. Yeah, pretty, pretty like, much at the end. Yeah. That was the only thing I was just like, come on, come on. Let, let her get in on the yeah, action. But the, I mean, the end fight thing is pretty good too, though. Oh, I think it's, it's great. Really good between it's Dean great. Martin and George Pappard. Yeah, I think the woods, it's, it's oh, great. It's Holy so, shit, is it good. The thing about this the direction in this movie, too. So it's by this guy, Arnold Lavin. I looked him up. He yeah, did I was a, wondering. I was going to ask you. Do you know most, that name? He's mostly a TV director. So he did oh, a, really? a lot of Western television. Did a lot of, like, 
Okay. Stuff in the 70s. There's things in this that feel TV-ish. Oh, I think it's, oh, I think it's better but, than so, that. Some of the action stuff is like this I is think... miles behind any TV Western He also stuff. directed, um, his last theatrical film he did was Sam Whiskey, which was a Burt Arms Western from 69, which is good. Is he? Did he die after that or something? 69? No. No, no, he, he just made television stuff after oh, that. Okay. That was his last theatrical oh, film. Okay. So I, I actually like Sam Whiskey. This movie is just in a different league. It like it has a more serious nature to it. It does, and it's cool. It it is really cool. It's actually. I, I mean, feel like I, the, I need to rewatch this. I movie. feel like the direction <laughs> of this I, movie. I was just too tired. I feel like the direction of this movie um, feels more like John Ford or Howard Hawks. It it's, feels it's good, like real it, Bravo. It has, it's it's legitimately got the slow build. Yes, because the first half. Made more than the first half, yeah. Where George Papard is eventually is essentially seeing all the stuff going on, and he's not but doing he's anything about it. Yeah. Like I don't want any part of this. Mm. But that Gene Simmons is really freaking cute. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite <laughs> scenes in the movie is when they're both drunk, and there's a drunk scene in the movie, and she's they're sitting at the table. Oh, oh, him and her, him and her. Yes, yeah, yes, George yes. Papard, and she is so drunk. And there's a scene where she like they're blitzed. But there's a scene in the in the thing where. I don't know if it was scripted, but they kept it in. Like, she knocks the coffee over, and she's like, oh, oh like, I, that was, she, like, tried to catch it in her hand. And then she's going and then like this. It, and then she's drinking, and I'm like, I saw that, and I'm like, was that scripted? Because if not, it was fucking It was amazing. so great. It was, if, either way, scripted, not scripted, it was in, it, and she was amazing. And George Papard does some great physical stuff in it, because the scene when he, like, she passes out, pretty much. Yeah. And he picks her up. Like yeah. he picks her up and then yeah. he like flips her around and he's and then he <laughs> then he like goes like almost falls down oh, the yeah, stairs. He's, he's also drunk. And but but the that physical like I don't know how they did that scene. No. Like what, the, I, the what physical... I love is the next scene is the next morning she's stone cold sober and, and he's, he's so fucking hungover. <laughs> she's just like dude to do doing her stuff and she's fine and I'm like and then the whip fight the... happens. Oh yeah. God damn it! This movie's pretty cool. And so then <laughs> the whip movie, but this is by far the best of the but, three. Westerns. And then whip, right? But he kills Battler. I'm knocking it down to two and a half. <laughs> he, he he takes, uh, but when he kills Slim, uh, Slim Pickens, he takes that like that pipe and he just beats him to death, pretty much. Oh yeah. And the best thing after that is when he goes he goes over to the the water well or whatever, and then he puts the water on himself. Just, this uh, is like, like I, I fell asleep for some of this. Because um, I remembered the whip scene. Yeah. It was like right after that. And yeah. then I woke up a little bit after I fell asleep there. And I saw like a, most of the end fight. And I'm like, I wasn't exactly clear how we got to the end fight. <laughs> it was but, my problem. <laughs> so Dean, Dean Martin in this movie, like his villain, like played by anybody else. This would be a one dimensional villain with a mustache twirling. Oh, yeah. But because it's Dean Martin exactly. and he really fucking good. Well, the thing it. is, because it's Dean Martin, you automatically because he has a likability charm to him, right? Yeah. So when you so he has it, so that charm adds layers to yeah, his villainy. It because, is weird. So it's not just Although, a one dimensional villain. You normally like you'd see Dean Martin I'm like, oh, I like that guy. He's fun. Yeah, he's fun. And, and but he does some things like when he beats Gene Simmons in that in the movie, oh, you're like, yeah. holy shit! Like, oh, he yeah, is, it's because he well, he's basically essentially trying to rape her. In, yeah. And she doesn't want. She's to not having blah, blah, it. Yeah, but yeah, but he's just beating just, her around. Well, and... It starts right off where he's like a sniper. Yeah, and he's shooting at the because he wants to. Stage he doesn't yeah. want to kill, but he wants to put that dude out of the commission. Yeah, and he basically just he did. Yeah. After he does that, he just blasts that stagecoach as much as he can. <laughs> that stagecoach useless garbage now. Okay, he just shot it and shot it and shot it. Right. 
And I'm like, what's going on? I don't know why this is happening. Am I supposed to like this or hate this? Who's the bad guy here? That's the cool stuff. I yeah. love that shit. Yeah. And it takes it actually took me a little bit because for a while, Dean Martin is just so damn likable. Yeah. But he's just such a fucking piece of garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this, and, and, and that's this what... is actually, I think this legitimately is one of my favorite Westerns I've ever seen. Yeah. It's I've... really cool. <laughs> it's so different. I agree. It's really I, different. I was really, this one caught me by surprise. I, I, in fact, I had to go back and, uh, and uh, I, after we got back, I went back and rewatched it. Um, oh, so I've watched it twice already. Oh, <laughs> oh well, I guess I better do that. <laughs> when you're watching, when I watched the first half of it, I was just kind of like, eh, it's another Western. And they're seeing the layers in Dean Martin. I was just like, yeah. oh my God. Dean Martin is really good in this yeah, movie. Yeah, I would say it's this so is one weird. of his best performances. So have yeah. you ever seen Rio Bravo, the John Wayne Western? I have not. That's one of my favorite Westerns. I highly okay. recommend it. It's one of the best Westerns ever made. It is way better than this movie. It's just because it's just one of the best Westerns ever made, I think. You're wrong. This no. movie's perfect. <laughs> so <laughs> so my my problem with, I so I just have a couple problems with the movie. So I, I to me, I, it's a strong three, three and a half. I really like it. I don't like how they don't wrap up Gene Simmons' Oh, the movie's over, and then a big de- the end pops up, and I'm yeah. like, "What happened? What's going on?" Because tell me what happened. I after thought this. they okay. built up Gene. Sin- no, I don't mind endings that have abrupt endings, and that was but very I mean, commonplace. I wanted to know what's going to happen in this town because is she the mayor or whatever? Right. What the hell's going to happen? Because <laughs> well, because what happens is the big the big, they tr- they ambush Dean Martin and his gang, and they take everybody oh, out I, except I, for Dean Martin. What I liked about that yeah. was. That one, uh, like, floozy, whatever. That, oh, that Dean Martin was seeing, yeah. Yeah, she, like, hears them talk about it, and then she, like, warns him when he walks up. That's a trap! Like, yeah. It's like, that was, I mean, I don't know if she did a very good job of it, but it was a really cool <laughs> idea. It worked. It's like, Flood, it's a trap! And, and then, I'm like... But still everybody dies. It doesn't, it doesn't stop anything. <laughs> no, okay? no. Just it doesn't save anybody's life. No. Well, they, they come into town, and they, like, are looking around, and real suspicious, like, because there ain't nothing going on There's in the There's some town. great, like... <laughs> Crazy like, moments of violence in that where they, they shoot like a guy in the face. They're like, holy shit, that guy just yeah. got shot in the face. And, yeah, and yeah. there's some really it cool... De- it definitely has some Hollywood blood because when the dude oh, gets shot super in the orange. leg, it's like, well, that yeah. orange blood is like, it's real scary. <laughs> Woo, scary blood. But so then Dean Martin runs off and he's like really the only one left. And so George Papart looks at Gene Simmons and just pfft, takes off because he kills um John McIntyre, the the... The Hickman, the older guy, yeah. Dean Martin. So he's like, I'm gonna go kill that guy. So he chases after him, and he kills Dean Martin, and that's the end of the movie. And I'm well, like, okay, you skipped over the ten minutes of awesome. fight it took. Oh, it a is fight it, in the woods where they're like, it's a it great. Was like, it was like the Predator. It's okay? a great standoff where they're <laughs> yeah. in the woods, and there's some great shots of like seeing their eyes through the branches yeah. and like. Well, oh, he like at one point Flood sees his. He's like got the gun. Yeah. Or at least he thinks he's. Oh sees right, him pointing. yeah. But then he comes around the corner, and it was only the gun. And yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck. They, they, he ain't there no more. Yeah. That's <laughs> a really good cat and mouse game. Yeah. It's, it's a really great scene. My only thing is, is that, yeah, they build Gene Simmons' character up, you know, as a very important character that you yeah. legitimately care about. And just ending the movie, I think, shortchanges her character. Yeah. And that that really, yeah, that right. irked me. I was mm-hmm. just like, what? Yeah. I mean, it's, she's so good in the movie. Why would why would she you is really good and wasted she, it? She's legit interesting. Great in character. The movie. It's a good Unlike character. Unlike some of the other ones where in Bandolero, I mean, uh, Raquel Welch is hot and stuff, but yeah. she's not interesting. No, you know I mean? no, she's, she's not, totally she's interesting. not interesting. She's really interesting. Yeah, she's a great. And she is great character. Yeah, she's a, she's really cool. And and you don't see that a lot, especially in a lot of like westerns from the sixties. Rock Knight and Jericho. 
I mean, it takes place in like a month. <laughs> What's so, the name of that movie mean? This, is, there, is there a song that's called that? I guess at that the that end, it's at night, I guess. It's in Jericho. It's the, the, the big the showdown. Last, the last 15 minutes of the movie is one rife night in Jericho. Right. <laughs> so it's... The, actually, oh, no, but actually most of that takes place in the woods. It's not even in Jericho. Anymore. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Rough night in the woods. I've heard about like Five Card Stud and stuff. This movie, I think, deserves a second look. This movie, people need to rediscover I, I think this you're movie. Right. Rough Night in Jericho was, is really good. It's 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 actually really cool. It's and not the easiest movie to find. You can't really purchase it on streaming no, you can't. or anything like that. I did end up purchasing the Blu-ray. So there is a oh. Blu-ray you can get. Yeah, because so you, you said you watched it again. Because the only yes. other way you could have done that yeah, yeah, yeah. is if you first traveled through time. And then when you <laughs> got back, you had to buy a copy, right? I did buy a okay, copy. Yeah. I understand. So you can't you can't find this streaming anywhere. And, it's, and so I, I definitely recommend, if you like Westerns, uh, especially from the 60s, and you like Dean Martin, just blind, just buy it. Just I, get it on Blu-ray. It's worth because it. Because actually, I it. like Dean Martin more after these three movies. Even in Five Car Stud, where he was basically, yeah, I'm... I'm particularly he drunk showed, in this movie. He, he showed up there, and did the job. And, but he's still like yeah. you know likable, and he says things, and it's fine. You know what I mean? He's just really good in this movie because he's yeah. really bad in this movie. Legit. Yeah. It's just, was this like because the other two were literally 1968. This I was think. 67. This came out. This, this came was out the first. first of the three. So he yeah, they did this first. <laughs> Is this why they he, they had some more westerns? Because oh, Dean Martin's pretty good in that western. Let's give him some more westerns. No, he was in was he was in Real Bravo. Oh, and okay. stuff. so he's been in a lot of yeah, westerns. It's weird. I guess um, it's that's weird because I guess I always think of I've I knew he was in those spy movies. Oh, the Matt Helm movies yeah, in the sixties. Which I'm like, I remember seeing some of those when I was a kid. Murderers like, Row. Boy, those are some they're movies, I guess. <laughs> I I've really only seen I've seen one of them. I saw uh, Murderers uh, Row. Okay. I haven't seen the other one. Silencers, yeah. Ambushers, Wrecking Crew. Yeah. I think there's one where a gun reverse shoots or something. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. But the, the gun in actuality, because he's a spy. Yeah. It's a gun that looks it looks like a gun and it will shoot up the thing but in actuality it shoots back well he's way. not acting in those movies he is just like he's showing up and i'm like oh yeah in those he's legit he's, he's playing a drunk because he's just drunk <laughs> <laughs> well and then of course later he on he does the... for the full fucking three weeks this movie took to play okay? <laughs> it might have it might have might have meant i mean you have to go all the, you go back and forth on occasion yeah right? this yeah rough night in jericho is just th- this is the reason why i wanted to go back in time to look at movies that are to find gems like this it's, like this is the movie that i was looking cool. for this is a full-fledged gem that i'm into uh, here's the thing i also i had never heard of flim Flam man it's not a gem no five card starts okay you're right of these ones the ones that i didn't know whether or not had any yeah. chance of being good this is the one that was like yeah it's pretty damn good it is good and bandolero i like bandolero too i mean yeah well i had heard of bandolero yeah i think bandolero was one that was on television as a lot when i was a kid you're right because uh they would put stuff up with Mm -hmm. with attractive ladies right she actually uh raquel welch was was pretty big for a long time oh huge she was huge so they'll put raquel welch movies (laughs) but i had never seen it out of the six movies so best picture for me would probably be odd couple like, uh, out of these movies? Out of these six movies. The best, best actual picture. film. Just as a whole movie. God, all couple's really good. I would have but to boy, go. Rough Night and Jericho something <laughs> I really like. That's probably my second. <laughs> Rough Night and Jericho. Rough Night and Jericho just because it, it took me by I, surprise, I might just be right? because it's such a surprise. Yeah. Odd Couple yeah. is better. I don't know. <laughs> Here's the thing. I guarantee, I think if we had watched them in a different order, Rough Night was like the first one. Right. I would have been... So aghast that this movie came out of nowhere and right, threw me away right. instead of being the last one. What would you? I'm going to give it to Rough Night. Okay, I'm, I'm, fair I'm, enough. I have to be different. Okay. All right. What um, best actor? 
the best act, best single performance. Yeah. In one of these movies. That's so hard. Oh, that's that's it's it's Spencer it's Tracy. Spencer Tracy. Oh, okay, Spencer Tracy. He, he wins. See, I was already. Th- I see, <laughs> if I could give it to two people, I'd give it to Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau together. Yes, but yeah, I would it's say Spencer Spen- Tracy. Spen- yeah, it's Spencer Tracy. It's Spencer sense. Tracy's too good. He's too. <laughs> it's so phenomenal, right? In that one. Just so that actress. So actress. There isn't really. A, I mean, I guess Catherine Hepburn's like the main lead actress. Yeah. I would. I might, they might be Gene Simmons. I would actually. actually or is that supporting though? I was like, that's ah, close. She's. There's three names on that. That's poster. true. I can see. I would probably. Right I would okay. actually probably give it to Gene Simmons. Actually, she's really good. She's yeah, I really liked her in that. Best supporting actor uh, or actor. Yeah. Best supporting person in an acting role. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> there's not really a supporting. Because you know, I kind of like. I don't know if I'd give it to him. I like Roddy McDowell and Five Card if, Stud. Is Roddy actually? But Dean Martin's the, kind of supporting too. I give it to him and. Is he? Rough Night I Jericho. think that's definitely a co-leads. Yeah. Okay, I suppose, that's yeah. a co-leads. Um, it might be the glasses nerd guy in uh, in Odd Couple because oh, he's so freaking. He good. is good. He's yeah. Really good. Let's find out. Let's, <laughs> let's find name? out what his name is. <laughs> let's, let's find out what his name is. But we, you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Is it this guy? Uh, of course, we're not going to see his, his he's, name. He's still kicking at 94, that guy was. Larry Haynes. No, it's not him. Nope, I know him. Oh, that's, that's him. him right there. John. I've seen him. In, he was in 12 Anger Men. He was. Oh, look at that. Yeah. That, 12 Anger Men that caused a, uh, caused a mistrial, that movie. <laughs> I love that movie, too. It, that's, that's a mistrial at the end. It annoys me. <laughs> there has to be a mistrial. You can't go and investigate shit as a juror. That's an immediate mistrial, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it drives me crazy, that movie. Yeah. So no, there was this was a uh, this was fun. I, I, uh, this was a good year to go back in time to. It and, was to see movies. I, I, you want to know why? Why? It's my fucking birthday. It's only yeah. And you had to. I mean, <laughs> what hey, better way to celebrate so your birthday than some Dean guy on the day I was born? Went to this freaking drive-in theater and, and see, got to go see. Guess who's coming to dinner in Rough Night in Jericho? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, that probably that that, that squeaked into the twenty third. Okay. <laughs> it did. It did. <laughs> But what a crazy double feature! That is a crazy. <laughs> that is so weird because I'm so used to double features being. I guess I'm from the '80s. Double features right. were literally just like skin flicks. You know what I mean? They weren't like they weren't porn, but they were like yeah. high school. Like oh, you know, here's here's Revenge oh, of the Nerds, right? And right. Uh, hot dog, okay? Oh my god, <laughs> hot dog or hot chili or like or, all those. Yeah, or maybe even like it could be like Animal House, you know, like a big name movie, but still, it's just fucking Animal House that works perfectly in the drive-in theater <laughs> or private school or oh all yeah, those. that right. that kind of. And the fact there was only two, I think I I remember seeing three movies numerous times. Yeah, drive-ins. Because they would go on to at drive-ins. Yeah, yeah, no, I, but you, I, I, I saw. I mean, three. I was I was young. I I was I was sleeping through that third movie. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. No, I remember there would be three movies at those drive-ins. But yeah, anyways, well, that was wonderful. Thank you for coming. Oh no, problem. back in time with me. Okay. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs> All right. So this was Film Geek Time Machine. I'm your host, Austin Kennedy. This was Tim. Say goodbye, Tim. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. And until next time, embrace your inner geek. Mm-hmm.